Hey, this is Michael, and this is the Campaigns Made Men, episode 26, The Beginning of the End. So, unfortunately, I lost another session. Not sure how or why. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I did. And I do start off this game session that makes up the, be the beginning of these last couple episodes with a recap. So I pretty much cover all the stuff that you would need to know to, to move right into this episode. So I'm really not going to, I didn't want to post like a mini episode in the middle. So I was just going to post a little bit longer of an intro here. So really the only big things that you need to know is that the, um, there's a new character introduced, Ralph. It's short for Rasputin, though no one including him knows why that's true, who is a member of Jalzea, who's sort of an underground movement that's also aware of the king and what he's doing and the fact that he's trying to control demons. So Ralph, uh, who's played by Nick, who was also one of my previous players who left for a while, um, he sort of brought the characters back together. At the end of the last episode, the king revealed himself to be Evan's brother, and we kind of stopped right there. And I did a little sort of a technique. I, I did a flash forward where I started off the game that's missing with Nico's character Grexel fighting in the pits. And then we worked backwards to figure out how he got there. So Ralph's point in this game was to go through and kind of bring everyone back together. He had access to the palace. He had access to the city and the sewers. He even knew some things that Omi didn't know about the sewers, some secret tunnels. And he was able to bring everyone back together. And they ended up meeting with a person named Jalzea. So the, the organization was named Jalzea, but so was this person who is a tiefling. And part of the story that really hasn't come out in Made Men because it was sort of a tangent off my original game is that there was a prophecy that these Gestarians were coming and the tieflings were the only ones who believed it. And they had started a military campaign to sort of bring the entire world under their heel so that they would have a chance to fight. Uh, and the game that we started playing a long time ago was in that time before the Gestarians attacked. And then when we decided to switch games, I kind of moved things around and they were playing after that had happened. So there's a lot of stuff with the tieflings that really didn't get exposed in the game the way I wanted to. But anyway, so they met uh, a tiefling named Jalzea and she explained that that Evan's brother, the king, who's also Syracuse, had gone back in time about 20 years and manipulated things to make sure that he could become Sir Acus and that he would gain the power that he did to marry the queen, become the king, enable him to bring through the first demon by killing the princess. And now that he's using his power as the king to open up this gigantic pit into the Nine Hells because he wants to bring an entire army of demons into this world. And he's then going to go back in time to the point where the Gestarians originally attacked and be waiting for them with this giant army of demons and defeat them so that that never really happens. What Jalzea explains to the characters is that he's crazy, if they hadn't already figured that out, and that his control over the demons are very tenuous at best. And if he's able to bring this entire horde of demons through, he's not going to be able to control them. And rather than fixing things, he's actually going to make them a lot worse. She also explains that they're all living in a divergent timeline because of what Sir Acuse slash uh, Evan's brother has already done, and that really nothing in this time matters as long as they're able to go back uh, to the point before he did what he did, and everything would be okay. So they came up with a plan that they're going to go ahead and kill Evan's brother, the king, and then they would uh, go back through time and fix everything. So that's kind of what the goal is. So the, we're going to start off this episode with the PCs about to in, enact their plan. The Grexel is still down in the pits because Nico wasn't able to play this session, so we kind of had him doing his own thing uh, below ground. But the other characters were up top. Zane was right next to the king, right next to the pits, actually overlooking, watching Grexel fight in a sort of gladiatorial combat situation with uh, Omi nearby, Quarian and Nick nearby, just waiting to see what happened. So, uh, yet again, sorry for the missing episode. I, I did find the episode that I thought we lost. That would have been episode 25 originally, so I'm going to go back and post those as a lost episode at some point, but I'm not sure when that's going to happen. But anyway, so here it is, Main Men, episode 26, The Beginning of the End.
So previously on Made Men, your plan had come to fruition where the king, who is now known as Zane's brother. So your brother, turns out he was also Sir AQ's and is now the king. And his plan, supposedly sent here from your father, was to raise an army of demons and then go back in time and just defeat the Gists or the Gistarians as they invaded to keep everything that happened from that point on from happening. You guys learned that you are in a sort of tangent timeline, or at least that's your current theory, and that what you need to do is to go back to the point where that diverged and set the timeline straight. You now have a key that you would be able to use to do that back inside the tower on the top level. Part of your plan, however, was to make sure that the king was not able to open this gigantic portal to the Nine Hells to let all the demons through because according to Jalzia, if that happens, it's just going to destroy everything because it's not what he's, what's coming through isn't what he thinks is coming through and his ability to control them is not as extensive as he thought. So your plan was to cut off the bracelet that he uses to control the demons to stop his plan and then go to the tower, go through time and stop this from ever happening to begin with. So you set everything up. Grexel was actually down in the pit in like a gladiatorial arena fighting these monsters. And the king and Zane had sort of crept close to the edge to watch. And the king kind of reached out his hand to touch Zane on the shoulder. You used that opportunity to draw your sword. Okay, it's a lightsaber. And cut off his hand. You did so perfectly and actually cut the bracelet in two. Unfortunately, what you didn't completely understand is that the bracelets were the only thing that were keeping the demons in check. And essentially, the moment that that bracelet was destroyed, they just went berserk and started killing everything and everyone around them. So we're going to start back right as that happened. And it's, you guys are all right still around the edge of the pit. The four of your characters are all pretty close together. There's a huge amount of the populace of the city that are all watching the pit fights. And now about 10% of the entire population have just started going like batshit crazy, stabbing people, eating people, throwing them into the pit. And it's just turned into this sort of chaotic scene. And that's where we're going to start back. So we're going to start right where we left off. You brought your sword up, cut your brother's hand off cut the bracelet in two it goes tumbling over the edge and instantly there's just this roar from around you as all the demons inside the bodies just become unchained and just start some of them are literally biting faces off of other people swords are out and the only thing that you can see that is cohesive is that the demons are sort of pressing towards into the pit and that people are already starting to be pushed off and then falling into the pit. So what do you guys want to do? Sounds like a badass party. Is, are, are we going to be able to involve Grexel in this in any way? Not initially. I'm, I, I already, kind of already talked to him a little bit about what his character would be doing and wants to do. Um, but he is at the bottom of the pit. Mm-hmm. And there are other things down there that are also demons. So he's kind of doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, if you all die, he dies. If you all live... He lives. Well, if one person dies, then we'll roll some. Just that one person dies. <laughs> you have to leave the group. Generally speaking, this is kind of off topic. That doesn't happen in D anD. d At least not in my games. Usually, either everybody dies or everybody lives. One person survived, and then a dragon came. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of a cabin <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so you guys are up. The, the world has erupted in demon carnage around you. So, um, I'm standing beside my brother. I just Yes, and he's doing like a Luke Skywalker. Um, holding his hand, blood. Actually, no, damn it, there's no blood because it's cauterized. Okay, first I'll say... <laughs> ah, that's for, for giving me wedgies when we were kids. First I'll say, need a hand? Uh, and then... Necessary pun out of the way. Where's everyone else? Like, I'm right by the edge, my brother's right there. I'm taking Omi is somewhere close, but is he stuck in the crowd? So Are they stuck in the crowd? I'm going to sort of draw a map, just not to scale, but just to show positioning. So the way I understand it is you and your brother were right here, which would, based on the map, be the southern side of this pit. And there are, I mean, again, there's people just everywhere. Just imagine that the entire circle is filled with people probably 30 to 50 feet back in all sides. Now, from what you told me, the other three guys were all going to be sort of close within like 10 to 15 feet back, but into the crowd in case something happened. So this is where 
I mean, it doesn't have to be this exactly, but pretty much they're all within 10 to 15 feet of you as you start. Okay, the first thing I want to do is try to make a strike or a push on my brother Okay, to push him off the cliff. Like, I don't want to tackle him. I'm not trying to go with him. I want to make a strike or a push. Okay, so you essentially just want to get him to fall Mm -hmm. into... To try and kill him. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay, so I need that basically is sort of like a grapple. So you will roll your strength or dex. You can pick. He will roll his strength or dex. I will pick. Um, and, I'll uh, use we'll dex. I only I, I just use my dex modifier. Yes. Nothing else. Uh, sixteen total. All right. So he's obviously in a lot of pain. He's very stunned, and he he is doing the Luke Skywalker. Where he's he's holding his stump of a hand, <clears throat> kind of holding up to his face in shock and disbelief. So he's completely unaware of what you're doing. He's not aware of the demons erupting around him. He is in his own little reality bubble. You can just see this sort of confusion on his face as you just walk up and just sort of push him towards the edge. And you think for a second, he must think that you're trying to protect him. Like he still doesn't understand because he doesn't get angry. He doesn't react. He doesn't lash out. He just looks at you confused as he stumbles backwards and even for like the first 10 or 15 feet as he's falling he still looks confused as you see him just, oh he's falling now. he's falling oh. just straight back like the nesty plunge still holding his hand and his <clears throat> eyes are just locked on yours in just this like puppy dog confusion like what's happening then it slowly turns into why am i falling and then over the roar of the crowd, you can't hear, but you can see that he must start screaming as his mouth just opens and there's like a snarl on his lips, but he's already too far gone for you to hear anything. And he drops like a stone and there's a little <clears throat> puff of dust and sand that pops up like Wile E. Coyote falling off the cliff, but you can't see any specific details. All right. I want to know what's going on directly around me at this moment. Okay. So you sort of look around. I mean, this this is what was supposed to happen. So you were there. You kind of had your bow nonchalantly out. You want to make sure that you know you didn't have it ready because the king was there. But you 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 were ready to go if something happened. I think you both of you had set up shots. Like Corian and Omi were both going to shoot arrows just in case the sword thing didn't work originally. So you're kind of you're ready. Press the people around you, and then you see a hand just kind of go flip it up in the air. You, you probably, especially because of your height, couldn't actually see what happened specifically, but you sort of heard like a, like a yell, like a yelp, and then just see a little hand go flying up for a few seconds, and then just in the... Just craziness erupts around you. So you take a second, and the closest I can describe this is sort of like the opening scene in Saving Private Ryan, where... It's just like a war zone, and you can't really even hear, and you're just sort of in, you know, looking around, and you see the person that cut your hair two weeks ago eating the face off of a kid. You see a kid that might have you given a silver to before because he helped you stable your horse or did this or did the other is you know stabbing somebody in the face with his dagger. It's just unimaginable craziness going on, but you're like a little bubble of sanity. Right now, it hasn't affected you. But in your immediate vicinity, you can see at least six people that, based on their actions, you identify as most likely a demon. They're killing other people Mm -hmm. or otherwise doing things that would – they're aggressive towards other people. And there's probably 20 civilians in that same area that are either being killed or being pushed towards the edge. So there is sort of like a mini wall of people being pushed towards Zane and the king. So he at some point, he's going to be trapped between a flesh wall – and the pit itself. All right. These guys are, again, they're probably within five feet of you, and you're within 15 feet of Zane. <sighs> Man. Well, I'm going to use this kind of to my advantage, the <clears throat> chaos and everyone being out. up here. Well, I was going to say I'll use my, definitely be aware of my halfling nimbleness and my naturally stealthy abilities and just kind of... Leave everyone else behind. But uh, I don't want to draw any attention to myself and... I don't. I don't know yet. Okay, so you're just gonna kind of wait. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to do, Corian? So, I, I don't see any immediate threat to me or my group. No. Uh, I mean, the guy next to you is having his face eaten. Well, 
Buy can I, can I make an analogy? It'd be like falling in a shark tank, and just because none of them are eating you right now, you're like, well, there's no immediate danger. <laughs> there's no immediate danger. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. So, so no one is immediately attacking you, but there are um, demons surrounding you so on all sides. There's some dude eating some dude's face right next to me. Yes. I'm only talking about the long sword. I'm, okay. I'm thinking to blend in. Maybe we should start gnawing on each other. <laughs> and they will just ignore us. You know, I really I don't, don't taste that bad. <laughs> start just pretending. Yeah. Okay, roll your attack. All right. Like I'm thinking like Anchorman where they go, bear fight! And they jump <laughs> in the pit. <laughs> I got a 16 to attack. Okay, that will hit. Okay. I do. There's no touching of the face or hair. Yeah, of course. That's five. That's twelve plus four. I do sixteen points of damage. Okay, so you did sixteen points of damage to that first demon. So this little kid that he recognizes as you know being like a little page, uh, river rat type thing, mm-hmm. you just slash his face with your sword and halfway cave it in, and. He doesn't even react. Like he just he's looks, still just eating. Well, no, he's, he stops eating. He looks up at you, so he doesn't look injured. Like he doesn't react like a kid would if you slapped him in the face with a sword. But now he's looking at you, and he sort of smiles. Ralph, <laughs> it's a gnawing on my parts. Was not a. Uh, you can try it. It's called camouflage. <laughs> I am a salt of the earth blend in. Yeah, sort of guy. that is sort of your superpower is to yeah. blend in. What's your character's I, name? Ralph. Ralph. Okay. Yeah, because we haven't played together yet. Makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. I guess I'll just make a slap at this sewer rat too. Okay, so you're gonna see what he's doing and attack as well. Yeah. Okay. Back him up. Roll me a perception check first to make sure that you can that you that you notice that specifically. Yeah. I am unaware of anything that's going on. Okay. I brought it for. So there's just so much confusion going on. You see Quarian sort of move to the side, and then there's just a press of bodies that gets between you and him, so you don't see that he actually attacks somebody. Okay. You can still move toward him or toward one of these other guys to try to get your group combined. If I'm not seeing that, then I might try and make a move to a higher space so I can get a better view of what's going on. Okay, There are some low-lying buildings uh, outside the mass of people. So you'd have to actually fight the crowd. It's like going the wrong way at a concert. You can try that. I have a tumbling movement. Okay. News team, assemble. When you move past your enemies on the battlefield, you tumble, roll, and leap to make yourself a more difficult target. I, got, I don't know if anyone's striking at me. But um, actually, sorry, hold on. No. Too many attacks against you have disadvantage. At, at the moment, no one is actively attacking you. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and move to higher ground. Then. Okay. So you start sort of moving away from the rest of the group up through the press of bodies that are being pressed towards you, probably 80% of the people that you're navigating through around up and over are just completely panicked humans. I mean, they are lost their fucking minds with all this is going on. But what you see is as you get sort of past them, you now see several of the red arms who are sort of pressing them and they notice that you're going the other way. Okay. So they realize that something's going on. Yeah. So demons first. There are two red arms that are going to move up and attack you. This is against my AC, correct? Yep, 16. It's exactly AC. Okay, the other one was really low, so I know that missed. Five points of damage. So if it equals your AC, they still hit? Yes, the ties go to the aggressor. Okay. Alrighty. So the small child that you saw eating the person and then you attacked leaps at you, sort of his fingernails as claws, and tries to latch onto your face and tries to bite your face. Okay. Does not do so. <laughs> he trips. <laughs> he doesn't trip, but uh, he, he just doesn't latch up. onto you properly. So as he goes to bite, you're able to put your arm in front of him. So like your elbow is in his neck and he's like, like a, like a walking dead zombie trying to eat you. Omi, you have two of the not red arms, but the people that are demons notice you and start trying to converge on you. Well, the Can I take an action before they? No. Well, actually, yes. I was holding the action. You are correct. You did. I am going to keep the, keep the natural 20 and the 15. <laughs> of course you oh, are. Oh, yeah. So you get to go first, what and about then this, I get to kill you. What about this talking before rolling business? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my dice exploded. So what would you like to do first? So you see two of these demon creatures notice you, because, again, you're like a bubble of calm. You my, stand uh, out. They're going to come towards you. I would have shot an arrow at the at one of them. Okay. Because I I had my bow somewhat readied. I figured it's already up. I mean, just okay. aiming 
Roll your attack. If you hit, I will re-roll the natural 20, because I'll say that you hit him, and All right. he uh, was stunned Work by your attack. Yeah. Fuck. But well, you missed. Oh, I assume so. Was that 12? 12 actually hits. 12 to hit. The red arms, because they're wearing the plate armor, are higher, but just the humans that are possessed aren't wearing any armor, so they're actually easier to hit. So you did hit. All right. Oh, man. So 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. So arrow snaps up, goes right through this eye Mm -hmm. of this human. Doesn't actually go all the way through, so now just fletchings are, like, right here sticking out. So you just see, like, the last half inch of this arrow sticking through the guy's eye. Again, doesn't phase him. He continues to walk forward. I'd like to make, take my action or my movement and uh, get the fuck out of here. Head towards where uh, Zane is. Okay, so you're going to actually kind of like walk backwards towards Zane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the two of them are still going to attack you as they close in. One of them is a red arm, has a sword. That'll be the red die. The just normal guy who's going to slash at you with like his claw hands or is the khaki colored die. Turns out better for you. Yeah. So one oh. of those will hit, but it is the sword arm, uh, red arm for 12 points of damage. He sort of seems surprised that you don't die. And he also seems surprised that you aren't reacting like everybody else. You know, again, just trying to set, sell home how crazy this is and everybody's panicking. And then you guys are not really doing that. So you're actually sticking out more because you're not panicking. And I'm not telling you to panic in camouflage, but just you are noticeable to these creatures. Zane, there are no immediate people around you that uh, appear to be demons or appear to be the red arms. So you're, for the moment, okay. You think you see Omi in engaging in a, in, a, in a melee. You see a short person and see some activity, and you're pretty sure it's Omi uh, moving closer toward you. But there is like a wall of people that are getting pushed. And again, it's like a mass of people... And you've got nowhere to go other than over the cliff at the moment. So what would you like? Well, actually, well, so I guess at this point, we will start back over. So it's now your guys' turn again. So what would you guys like to do? You can go in any order you want. I want to tag this kid that's biting at me. Okay. Uh, I guess I'd just use my long sword again because I couldn't use my long bow, I doubt. You could, but he would actually get a chance to hit you because you're using a ranged weapon right next to him. And I, I get, he gets disadvantages to opportunities of attack, though. Well, then it's up to you if you want to try that or not. No, I'll use my long sword. Okay. Because, I mean, I already have it out. I'd probably just try to stab at him again. Uh, a 20 to hit. Not natural. That will hit. Okay. I do 11 points of damage. Okay. That one he seems to feel. So, sword comes back over his body, rips open the little ragged clothes that he was wearing. Blood starts to kind of drip out from this. Almost like a zipper opens across his chest. He stumbles back a little bit, but does not fall. How old is this kid? Like eight, nine years yeah, old? Yeah, eight or nine years old. Yeah. All right, awesome. next. Um, what, from where we are, like, what do I think the closest point of safety would be? Try and get underground? Is there, I'll try and get outside of the wall? Is there maybe a building you, that I know that... You're pretty well in the center of the city right now, so getting outside the wall would be going through the entire city. You're not far from the sewers. If you guys remember when you thought about attacking the king originally, you were doing the whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing, watching him. So there's a there's buildings in the sewer 50, 60, 75 feet away, but you would have to go again through the entire throng of people to get there. Or you can go over the edge of the pit and help you survive the 150 foot fall. There's no natural building, or there's no bat buildings around that we could hide in? But you, yeah, they're on the other side of the people, though. Oh. So it's almost like you're in like a, like a football stadium, okay. and you'd have to get outside of it, and then you'd see buildings and houses. Gotcha. This is basically like standing on the edge of a cliff, and there's a, ti- a tiger. Tidal. Tiger, there's a, there's a tidal wave coming toward you. Yeah, you either, it's just how do you want to die? Do you want to jump off the cliff or be eaten by the tiger? I, well, I was going to say, why do we have to jump off the cliff? Can't you just shimmy down it a little bit and let them push the wave of people off? Or You you could climb. I mean, I'm not. it's not perfectly smooth like glass. It is cut out of rock, but it's cut pretty smoothly. Uh, so it's not like it would also be climbing up the jungle gym wall either. So it, it will be difficult, but it's certainly possible. And I think your character would be, be rolling for climbs and well, what, very I mean, easy to fall, as I've found out. I'm climbing as a skilled up good at so, doesn't your back? I mean, so he will lot. watch you fall past him yeah. 
<laughs> so if you go that route, I may survive, and then... I have climb too, but I don't think it's worth it to try it. No, I don't either. But I don't know what else to... Well, I think what I want to do is... I want to try and run through the crowd. Like, okay. maybe just by running... Like, maybe by running... I, I'm, I'm not trying to fight. If somebody grabs me, and I'm... Like, I'll, I'm running with my sword out, and if somebody grabs me, and, you know, I'll spin around and try to and hack at them, but my goal is to just run through the crowd, and I want to grab, as I run, like, I want to run by them and tap them on the shoulder or grab them and say, come on, and, um, because uh, swinging a sword at a demon's, I think, is useless. Okay. My, the only thing I was thinking is run the gauntlet or you got to climb down the cliff. Those are the only... So do you want to go ahead and go? Yeah, but I'm just so. What do I? What, I don't know where, where, what direction I want to head. Where, like, where I'm thinking I want to get to. Well, again, you are on the relatively south side of this big pit, and the sewers probably would be over here. Again, about 75 feet, pretty much south would be the closest one that you know of. And there's also some low-lying buildings in that area too. So if you can get through the press of bodies, you're still going to be in a dangerous situation, but you're you're in like a concert that's gone crazy. There's just crowds of people like a mosh pit. Once you get outside of that, there's still going to be demons, but they're not going to be so close in proximity. You'd have a chance to evade them or maybe one-on-one fight. Okay. That's what, then so I'll, you're just going to try to press your way through. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to try to run, dodge, jump? Do you want to do it like in a dexterous, dexterous sort of way? Yeah. Like, you're like trying to avoid or just like bull rush through? No, people? like I'm running and I'm trying to squeeze between a couple people and I'm trying to jump over somebody. And I need you to make a dexterity check or if you have any sort of skill that you think would apply. 15. So you managed to sort of slip through the first press of bodies. At one point, you actually have to get down on your knees and you sort of crawl like between some legs and you look up and you see that there's a red arm who kind of looks down at you as he's pressing bodies and he kind of like smiles and snarls and you see him going for his sword. But you do get through the initial wave of people. So you're, you're not in danger to get pushed off the cliff anymore. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Is he, he's closer to us now. Yes. Wisdom or intelligence? Intelligence. 14. Wisdom. 13. Okay. Okay. That, the number isn't going to matter, but it would have been a wisdom check. You see Omi, when you're, especially when you get down to that level, he's easier to see. And you see him sort of trying to walk towards you. He's not necessarily walking backwards, but he's sort of keeping his eye on this these two people that he was engaged with, and he's moving in your direction. He's not going to run right into you, though. He's a little bit off to the side. My goal is, before I get away, my goal is to first run at everybody and get and let them know and grab them and hit them and tell them that come can, on can gather everybody so right now he's the only one that you can actually see uh, because of the press of bodies and all the craziness going around you but you do see omi because he's actually coming towards you where everybody else is either standing still or going away from you all right ralph and omi are left what do you guys want to do so i can't see roll a perception check well first of all what are you trying to see where everyone else is. I was just trying to get the higher ground. Okay, so, so you're actually going this way. Everybody would be behind you. So unless you stop and turn around, you really have no chance of seeing. And you're not at higher ground yet. Yeah. But you do um, see some of these red I, arms. I don't know what's going on. I was heading for higher ground. I assume I'll just continue. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll me a dexterity check. 20. Okay. Not so sure. you uh, the, the press of bodies starts to thin already once you get through that first wave. So there's a lot more room. And you find it particularly easy with your abilities at snaking through the crowd. There's a couple of these demons, both the civilian type and then the guard type, that notice you, but they're kind of busy in their own, what they're doing right now. So, again, their goal isn't to kill you four people. In their That's mind, hysteria. yeah, they're, they're just trying to do as much damage. They, they have an agenda. I don't know that you guys know what that is yet, but it's not like everyone in the city is trying to kill you four people. So when they see you, they're not going to stop everything they do in an effort to kill you. But they do notice you, and they see which way you're going, but they don't seem, unless you're directly in their paths, they don't seem to want to stop and come over. So a couple of them have marked you and noticed you, but they don't actively get in your way. Go ahead and roll me another perception check, please. Yes. Roll natural one. Okay. So Again, completely unaware of what's... Yeah. 
you uh, you hear something sort of off to your left. There is sort of a pitched scream that rises up above the rest. That it's so so sharp and just so full of pain that you can't help but look over. But as you do, there's just a wash of bodies like a wall, so you can't actually see what's happening that would cause it. There's just there's no way for you to get through there. But but there's something going on about thirty feet to your left that has risen above all the other carnage. So I know there's something going on over there, but I'm still completely... Oblivious to what it is. (laughs) All right, Omi. Okay, so those two guys are that were attacking me, how close are they to me as of right now? You sort of backed up your movement, which I believe is 25 feet. With the press of bodies, everything's like difficult terrain. So you, you got about 15 feet between you and them. Okay. And again, they're not trying to necessarily kill you. And there's so much stuff going on that it's not like they're ignoring everything and coming at you again. There's a good chance that with everything else happening that they have already forgotten you. So it's not like you're engaged in combat at the moment. Okay. Well, I want to just keep trying to make as much space in between me and them as possible and trying to get towards Zane. And okay. Roll me a know. perception check with disadvantage. So two dice, take the worst one. Fuck. What's the total on the low one? It was just seven. But you still get your intelligence modifier, or if you oh. have perception or spot, I'm sorry, as a skill. Spot. So oh, then so you would then get to roll a d6 on top of that. A d8. Actually. Oh, that's right. You raised your die. So uh, what is that? Uh, 12. Plus your intelligence modifier? 14. Total, total 14, too. Okay. So you're, oh, the reason gosh. I gave you disadvantage is because you're, you're trying to do so much at once. You're trying to keep an eye on these guys and look for Zane. But you do manage, as you're looking sort of over your shoulder, Zane, you see Zane actually on his hands and knees crawling in your direction. He's not directly behind you, but you see him. He's not where he was before, but you think that you could probably get to him soon if you continue to move that way. And it looks like he sees you as well. So there's a brief moment where your guys sort of eyes make contact. Okay, I see you. You see me top of the thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So back to the other side. Quarian, the child demon is going to claw at your face yet again natural 20 so he misses naturally no um so that is six points of damage okay essentially just launches up and just (laughs) rakes his hand across your neck and just opens up four little scratches right along your jugular doesn't puncture it or anything but it definitely hurts and there's just a, a zealous glee in his eyes that is almost more unnerving because he's got a slash in his face and a slash across his chest than the actual physical wounds that he caused around you you see that the the press of bodies have continued and, and easily a hundred people have already been pressed and pushed into the pit across the entire circumference so you can hear the sort of screams sort of fading away like ah! it's too far away to hear any but yeah. but, it's, but it's happening and the the chaos is actually starting to lower a little bit because there's less people that are scared. Like the the people that are doing all the damage are still around. There's less of the people who are freaking out. So the noise level is actually starting to drop a little bit compared to what it was just a few seconds before. So you hear just a piercing scream that immediately draws your attention. And you look over and there's this, a woman appears to be a, a normal person and there's just like a crowd of people that have surrounded her. there's like five or six of these civilians and they're not attacking her but they are like fencing her in that she can't get out are they trying to protect her or are they just trying to it, capture look, it her? looks like they're trying to capture her in okay. a way like they're they're surrounding her facing in okay. like, like like so she can't get away and you see her like holding her head over her ears and that's where and she's erupting and screaming but you can't see what they're doing that causes that to happen okay all right so but no one attacks you this turn other than the little boy okay all right ralph no one seems to be paying attention to you currently so you doing great you're doing great only i'd like to continue doing what i was doing okay so the the people that were attacking you appear to have moved on and they're looking and doing other things so you are not being attacked this turn. Um, however, you you hear something as well. It, it sounds like sort of the crunching of rocks or dry leaves. It's like cracking sound that just is sickening to your stomach. 
it draws your attention. And, and one of the demons that was eating someone, they've actually got them on the ground, have ripped out their throat with their teeth, and they're, they're actually eating a person. Their body seems to be morphing, almost like the Incredible Hulk, kind of like when he's changing. Like you see muscles kind of popping out and the arms are extending. And there's, it's the sound of the body growing past its limits oh, right in front boy. of me. Sounds, seems like a good thing. Uh, All right. Zane, one of the red arms that before that saw you, you're down on your knees, is going to draw his sword and try to attack you. Because you're prone, he gets advantage on his attack. <sighs> Great. Uh, that That's one. messed up. You said decided I was prone. <laughs> That's right. 17. Uh, hits. Okay. 12 points of damage. So the sword comes down kind of across your back doesn't get to your spine because of your armor, but you are definitely in uh, a difficult position. You would be able to stand on your turn, but for the moment, you're kind of hosed. All right, it's back to your turn. That's what you guys want to do. I'm going to keep moving towards them and try and, and get them. So you're going to ignore the guys attacking you and just keep going? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll me a dexterity check. Six. Okay. You don't make a whole lot of progress this turn. There's... People are starting to fall. So, like, as you're crawling, a body just falls in front of you, and it's covered in blood. So you're sort of kind of crawling over it, and you're getting... If enough bodies fall on me, that's good. <laughs> okay. Just stay. So as you move away, the red arm does try to attack you again. And just because the bodies are falling, it actually does get in his way, and he's not able to get off an attack on you. And it seems like he immediately just gets distracted and moves on to something else. And you're, for the moment, you're clear. Tell me continuing to move closer and out of out of the way and okay go ahead and roll me a dexterity check 11 you same thing you continue to move closer to zane you make a little bit more progress towards him than he made towards you part of the reason that you don't get as far as you would like is you your attention is just drawn almost hypnotically to this thing in front of you that's morphing and it just causes you not to be able to focus as much on what you're doing and you see what happens is the body, almost like a suit of clothing, is outgrown, and it just gets ripped off. So there's just like imagine the the flesh suit just just yeah. yeah just sort of just ripped off, and now there's a a demon in its true form standing in front of you, like eight feet tall, red skinned, huge bulbous muscles. It's got a forked tail coming off, like cloven feet, and Essentially, it looks like probably completely made it too. Of course, of course. (laughs) Yes, Evan. Egger. It's dick. It's an Egger suit. Egger, your skin's hanging off your bones. (laughs) Essentially, yes. So you see, yeah. So you see this again, this true demon form in front of you, and you start to see around you. You just kind of notice that there's probably twenty of these human demons that are eating, physically eating other people. And that seems to be the trigger that once enough is consumed, it, it triggers this transformation. Yep. I got that. All right. Corey. So you've got a little face got, hugger child. On kid. You. So yes. I'm going I'm to tie him again with my long sword. I kind of want to do a couple things this turn. So, but first things first, I want to attack him with, a uh, 12. 12 is what you need. Okay. Just so you guys know, if you're fighting a civilian, it's a 12. If you're fighting one of the red arms, it's a 16. Okay. So I'll attack him with ooh, a lot of damage. Uh, 15 plus 4, 19 points of damage. Okay. So you are you just get, it's as if the entire crowd stops for a second to watch. All the craziness fades away, and you just have a perfect cleave shot right through head it's a small kind of child so it goes yeah. all the way down and you'd literally cut him in two and even you can see as if there was a body inside of a body because okay. this this kid hasn't transformed but like he a was turducken. yes or a Ru- russian <laughs> nesting doll is how i would have said it um where you can see the sort of red creature was wearing this human as a skin and you cut it in twain as well. So you haven't seen the transformation like Omi has. Yeah. But you can clearly see that it's not just like there's a human being controlled. It was a demon wearing a meat suit. There's a demon inside a meat suit. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So what else do you want to do this time? I w- also wanted to do a spot check to kind of 
gather some intel where my other party members are at. Okay, roll me a uh, d20 intelligence spot if you have it, which you yeah, do. do. So you get a d6 on top. Uh, Not good? Eight. You don't see anybody. Okay. Okay. Then uh, I guess I will move towards where we once were. Okay. Uh, to see if I can get a better view. Like So toward the house and the sewers or toward where Zane was on the edge of the cliff? Towards where... Towards a last known location where I saw where we were once together. Okay. All right. I'm going to say you're moving that way then. Okay. Ralph. Okay. So I'm that darker dot there. Yeah. I was still moving towards higher ground unsuccessfully. Not doing. So I'm not distracted by anything because I haven't noticed anything. <laughs> you pretty much. So I'm at advantage here. Um, I wanted to keep still moving towards higher ground, but it doesn't seem to be. I'm not noticing anything else going on. So as far as I know. You've kind of gotten past most of it. There's a few stragglers, but the the main, the main press of people is behind you now. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot more freedom of action, but you're also standing out more as well because you're the one guy kind of by himself. Okay. Maybe I want to, if I'm right next to something that's a little bit higher, maybe climb up on there and try and shout to everyone else in my party. Like, okay. So you're going to move to the edge of one of these low-lying buildings and try to climb up it? Yeah. Okay. I don't Give me have a anything for climb. Climb, or it'll be a straight dexterity check. Okay. 16. All right. So you assassin creed up the side of this building, a couple little hooks, jabs, and you find yourself on top of the building. The building itself is probably about 14 feet tall, so your height on top of it, you've got about a 20-foot 20, 20 height. Um, view and you see obviously what I've already been describing but you do see Quarian you do not see Omi or Zane okay and he's just dispatched the sewer urchin so he's perfect he's doing yeah he's sort of like in a little bubble of space so he's standing out and again he's like that bubble of calm which draws your attention because right now stuff is moving around so crazy that the thing that's not moving is what is actually more noticeable but these two you don't I do have some throwing daggers, but if I'm not seeing anything going on, then there's no point just lobbing one off. Right. Um, I think I'm going to go with trying to call to a Quarian. Okay, so you're just going to scream out Quarian's name, or you're going to call like, hey? Or... Hey! Yeah. Right, so you're just going to call it like a generic greeting? Q. <laughs> maybe not use, maybe we, did we, come, we didn't come up with any sort of... Yeah, you don't have superhero code names or anything. Just say Quarian, nobody... Ooh. Yeah, you did have that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I will use my um, super secret bird call, which is no longer secret. Super secret. Yeah. Okay. So everybody else, roll me a d twenty perception. This is a listen, not a spot. I'm the one, only one with listen, of course. <laughs> Do I get to add anything? To Give me your wisdom. Wisdom. It's four. I got twelve. Fourteen. Nineteen. You hear a oddly familiar <laughs> caw, 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 coming from behind you, or it actually would be in front of you outside of the ring. That guy. That guy. <laughs> Still here. So, Zane, you continue to move over the press of bodies and through them. You see Omi not far by or far away, so you're kind of moving towards him. There are a couple other civilian demons around you, but they are, again, ignoring you for the moment. You start to see a transformation, much like he's seen. So there's now two of the true form demons that are in your general vicinity, but they don't seem to be noticing you. Not so with you. So the the true form demon, his eyes, for whatever reason, are drawn to you. And he kind of smiles, and he stalks toward And as he does, he, he he's holding his hand as if he has a weapon, but there's nothing there. But as he gets closer, flame erupts from the bottom, flame erupts from the top of his hand, and, and kind of forms into a spear of flame. And that is what he is going to use to attack you. No, it doesn't sound too bad. Stay like still. 15? Nope. Okay. Miss. So he sort of lunges out with a spear. You're able to matrix out of the way just a little bit. And even that close, the, the, the fire doesn't feel right. But it's not just hot like a fire. There's more to it than that. There's, an, there's a stronger energy within it. You do not want to be hit by this. It'd be worse than burning yourself on the stove, sticking your finger in a light socket. There's something truly awful about this flame that he was able to create. All right, Corian. You Am I allowed to move after being attacked? Well, no, again, um, we're doing it in sort of rounds. So you guys all get to go, and then uh, these guys are getting to go. So it's, it's all happening at the same time, but just to keep things orderly, I'm doing it one than okay. the other. So you also have drawn the attention of another... Because I killed the kid? Probably. 
So uh, the other true form demon sees you. And he's going to walk, same as before, as you see him walking towards you, the flame spear erupts from his hands. 21 versus armor class. Yeah, I'd say that hits. Okay. 11 points of damage, Ooh. and I need a constitution saving throw. DC 12. So you need to roll a D20, uh, you roll a D20, add your con modifier, you want to get higher than a 12. Oh, okay. It's going to turn him evil. No go. Okay. Now seven. All right. So let me, uh... Takes corruption damage. Do I take like burn damage now? Nope. There's no extra effect that you're aware of. Okay. Uh oh. That's, a, that's not good. That you. Yeah. I would say that's worse. Okay, Ralph, your caca from the top of the building has drawn no reaction. As planned. Yeah. All right, Zane. <laughs> what do you want to do? So you're a couple feet from Omi. So you see that true form demon come over and stab at him and miss. And you're right now, again, you're sort of in a center bubble of calm. That That's the only aggressive thing close to you. Run. Okay. So And whoever, and get the attention of it, whoever's in my vicinity. Okay. So you're able to kind of stand up from around the bodies. You can clearly see Omi. Go ahead and roll me a uh, spot check. 11. All right. You see Ralph on top of the low-lying building. He's standing up there kind of waving his arms. You see Omi, but you do not see Quarian. Okay. All right. So you're still moving. So you're able to get up next to Quar- or next to Omi. But if you do that, you will be coming right next to that true form demon. I well, I just want to yell at Omi. He knows where you are. You guys have already sort of like eye contact each other, so you don't necessarily have to walk up and physically tap him on the shoulder. Then I'm just tr- I'm running towards whatever I open think space. is the, an open space. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity for that. Nineteen. Okay. So as the the crowd is starting to thin out, you're able to make a lot more progress and. Again, there's carnage all around you. There are more and more of these civilian demons that are eating people uh, and starting to go through these transformations. But there's just so much chaos that you're kind of moving unaware right now. No one is really paying attention to you. Omi, so you are engaged with this true form demon with a spear of unnatural fire. You know that Zane is nearby, and you kind of see out of your periphery that he's run past you as if he's getting away. He may have even called, like, fuck it, let's go. What do you want to do? I'm going. Okay, so you're just going to kind of disengage and try to run with Zane? He already a- attacked at me. Yeah, but he can get an attack of opportunity if you run away. Risk it. You do have the ability. There's a there's a ability say, called... I thought di- there was something where I was You can disengage, invade. which he will not get an attack, but you can't move as far. It's sort of like it takes some of your movement to back away safely. So you can either move further I'll, I'll or move that. safer. I'll move safer. Okay. If I was you, I would grab a... Like, throw in a... Bone in front of a dog, like grab a civilian and like, <laughs> push it in front of I'll you. Like, Here, yeah, eat that. I'll I'll do that, Michael. Okay. So I was you, gonna say I knew I thought I had something. Where there, I there's could. a. It's not just you. It's, it's a, just a, a movement ability in the game called disengage, where you disengage properly. So you're like cautiously backing up with your sword still up or whatever, and it just doesn't allow them to get a free attack. There's nothing to say he can't walk up behind you and hit you next turn, but he doesn't get a free attack just because you turn and run. Quarian. So you are engaged with this true form demon as well. Yeah. Uh, personally, my character doesn't like going head to head with so many things. A child was one thing. So, I mean, who wouldn't take the opportunity to kill a child, right? Yeah, you know. I mean, I secret- like, secretly, that sounded really weird. <laughs> secretly, we've all child, wanted I was to fight. Like, all right, I know I can win this fight, but big, big demon. I don't think I can go head to head because I'm a ranger. So I want to, I want to run away. Well, first. I want to do another spot check to see if I see anybody else, because they would probably be safer to run to than just randomly. Okay, give me a perception, or sorry, a spot, but with disadvantage, because you do have a dis- an eight-foot-tall demon in front of you. Okay. You're kind of distracted. Ooh, I rolled a one. Yeah. Uh, so well, what's worth, I rolled d six, and I get six. Okay, you, you're too focused on the creature in front of you. You can't see anybody else. So I really, all right. Either way, I'm still going to run. I guess towards the hole. Okay. Still, because that's kind of why I was running towards anyway. Okay. I'll continue to run towards there. See if I can get a better view or okay. See where everybody. So else you're going to move. So you're now moving with the crowd. So it's actually much easier. So you're kind of like behind the red arms that are pushing people towards the pit. Uh-huh. So you're sort of in a space right now where you're essentially alone. There's like nobody within five or six feet of you. 
okay. around you, but you still don't see anybody. Okay. Ralph. Yeah, there's uh, there's nothing going on. Go ahead, no roll another or spot check. Seven. You're pretty sure that you see. Oh, I do have a spot though. So then roll a d6 and add it to that nine. <laughs> All right. So again, you're you're pretty sure that you can see Omi and Zane because they're moving towards you, but you don't see Quarian. Okay. They're probably. So I don't have a shot at anything here. Well, they're shot at everything. There's hundreds of people, and a lot of them are evil. I don't see any of these demons though. Uh, well, actually, yeah, you probably would see. The two red true form demons. I mean, they stick out. It's like Grexel at this point. They they stick They're out. Coming after um, Omi and Zane, well, they? the they ran from one and it's not come after them yet. So they are coming towards you. It's standing still. Does so it, I, if I, th- I I don't need to throw a dagger at it too. <laughs> no, <laughs> because that's going to get it toward to come towards them. Um, I guess I'll just hang out. Okay, already. You. Your superpower is continuing to work, and it's as if you are invisible. Yeah. All right. Corians, you continue to move sort of at a a measured pace. You're trying to stay close enough to the people that you don't stick out, but far enough away that you don't become engaged. Mm -hmm. You get probably 30 feet from the edge of the pit, and you're sure that Zane and Omi are not between you and the pit. So either they've gone the other way or they've gone over. But they are not standing between you and the pit any longer. Okay. All right. Omi. The true form demon moves on to another target, ignores you, and does some other things. Zane, however, one of the civilian, actually, I'm sorry, one of the red arms sees what you're doing, and he moves over to try to block you, and he even says, where do you think you're going, meat? Meat. Fracking, fracking, fracking. And he ineptly swings at you probably thinking that you are an easy target and your ability to sort of dodge and even your armor deflects his sword off and uh, then his eyes kind of kind of narrows and looks at you but that's all he can do this turn <laughs> so what would you like to do run okay so you're running you see ralph on top of the building and you can get to that building or you can jump why in- is ralph on top of the building I don't know. You have to ask Ralph. <laughs> but you see Ralph on top of the building, and you see that there is a sewer entrance close by. You could get to either one, or you can go somewhere else. I'll go like this to Ralph, then point towards the sewer entrance. Okay. And then you're going to run to the sewer? And, yeah. Okay. So you get I to it. I probably won't notice it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of pop it open and well, just no jump inside. Me, I also, the downside is I also notice nothing. And I'm crowd surfing on demons in the <laughs> sewer. Because <laughs> there's a million of them yeah. down there. <laughs> Heavy right. rock metal plane. Oh, me. I know that we're heading in that direction. Direction. So that's the only thing I want to do. Okay. Uh, you are able to make it past the wave, of, initial wave of demons. You see Zane run and jump into a sewer, and you can make it there as well if you'd like. That's where I want to go. Okay. So you run and just jump in. He's already moved the cover over. You just jump in on top of him. <laughs> Perfect. Corian. <laughs> you see nobody. Do a couple flips I see. Do a gainer. Into I want. All right. So I don't see anybody in front of me. I see the pit about thirty feet away. Obviously, don't want to go into the pit. So I will look for higher ground to where I can get out of the fray. Okay. So turn around and roll me a spot check. Eleven plus whatever else. Three fourteen. Your intelligence modifier. Oh, okay. So fourteen. Yes. All right. So you turn around. You don't see. Zane or Omi, but you do see Ralph about 60, 70 feet away from you sort of like doing this toward uh-huh. you. Uh, but you don't see any of the other people. I will start running towards Ralph because he's obviously on high ground. Yeah, he's on top of a building. Which is where I wanted to get. So okay. I'll run towards Ralph. Okay. Ralph, you see Quarian and even from this distance there you can see that he sees you. Roll a perception check. Let's try this again. Natural 20. Natural 20. You clearly we telecommunicate well, no, my on our cell phone. I I have the eagle from the Brave Star or whatever. You see Zane and Omi sort of run beneath the awning of the building you're on and jump into a sewer that's about fifteen feet away. I've been saving You, you saved it till now. Saving all of my perception <laughs> until this point, yes. Okay. So what would you like to do now that you see him? You're going to motion him towards the sewers just like uh, Zane did for me. Okay. And then Head head into the sewer. Okay, give me a dexterity check. That is a twenty-one. Okay, so you're able to like jump and do like a Luke Skywalker backflip off of this building and land right next to the sewer opening. Sounds exactly like what I wanted to do. 
but you do not get in sight of it. Okay. All right. It is now the demon's turns. <laughs> like in bed. <laughs> Backflip, but nothing actually happens. There is a red arm that rushes up toward you, Ralph, with a 21 versus armor class. Mm-hmm. Hit. For 12 points of damage. Okay. So there's like, there's a tree nearby, and he it was as if he was sort of leaning against it, sort of watching what was going on. And when you land, it draws his attention. He just comes around with a sword, chops you right across the chest. Corian, ah! you are still in sort of a bubble. Okay. Don't seem to notice you, so you're unmolested. This, within the crowd. Within the crowd, yeah. So no, okay. none of the demons are focused on you at the moment, so you're able to continue moving without again, that being harmed or attacked. Okay. Yeah, you guys, so you jump into the sewer. Again, you're back what you would call home. This is where you uh, belong, I guess. Uh, you, don't, you don't see any demons down here, any people, everything. There's sort of a almost an unnerving calmness that just above you is this awfulness. Oh, yeah. And here, even because the, the thick walls, it's almost silent. Like you only can hear your, you know, your deep breathing, but you don't see or hear anything else. Other than obviously Zane right beside you doing the same thing. But Yeah. Uh, so what would you like to do? Have my bow ready, but um, I want to be like 50 feet away from... The, the entrance. Okay, so you're going to move away from the entrance? Yeah. Now, are you? do you have a destination that you're trying to move toward now, or are you just trying to get away from the opening? Right. Basically, as, we're as we're as back a, into your guys' turns, by the way, so I'm letting you guys go first since you're down there. Like, what are you guys wanting to do now? I want to, I guess the destination in mind is either I want to go back to where the, uh, the, was she a tiefling, the old lady? Jelzea. Jelzea, where I want to either go back there or we'll have to go all the way back to the desert and try to go back in time or to that other dimension. Those are the two things that we have to do. Jelzea, right? Correct. Are you going with him, talking, saying yes, no? Are you going to wait for the other two, or are you like, fuck it, they're on their own and go? Because right now, you two are the only two people in the sewer. You don't even know where Corian is at at this oh, moment. You know Ralph is close. Well, I don't want to take off without him, but going back up there is like suicide. Well, wait. Okay. And everything in this time doesn't matter anyways, is what they said. <laughs> only <laughs> only one of us. Including them. You could all die, it doesn't matter. Well, and that's how we became split up. What if times. only one of us has to survive, right? <laughs> that's a terrible attitude. <laughs> well, I guess if we're, we're going all, back in time, then we will We're all there. going back in time, and we're all going back to our own... Because they're... I, it was back in time and different dimensions. Wait, I don't know what we the plan there. was after kill my brother. <laughs> I thought the plan was kill my brother. Dot, yeah, we dot, had to dot, kill dot. your brother, but we still had to go back in the, time. The plan and... was to go back in time and fix this from ever happening, but you had to stop your brother from completing the ritual because, as Jalzia said, is once the demon comes through the, the, the main horde, that they will then be able to sort of overdo anything that you're trying to fix like it's too late at that point even with time travel if they get all the way through then it's not going to matter so you're sort of at this point you're in a race you need to get to the time portal before the, the demon portal opens and i'll just go ahead and tell you some grexel kind of picked up on it last time sort of the last remaining element needed was a whole lot of sacrifice a lot of blood on the ground and that's pretty much been accomplished now <laughs> Uh, that was sort of the whole point of pushing them into the pit. So the ground of this portal is now saturated with human bodies and blood. So they will be able to open the portal up very soon. Check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. 
If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.